Thank you for choosing this podcast. This is a working class production. Welcome back, everybody. This is Rachel. This is Al. And this is Suspended with Pay. Right? I think so. Episode six. We've made it this far. This is a drag, all right? You know, we got to get out of our slumber. We got to wake up, get alive. And if you're still here with us, six episodes in. Yes. Then you're part of the Alliance. Wow. Episode six. Yes, definitely. Uh, You know, these next two episodes I've seen so far have been... Like a slow burn, a good slow burn. It's you all know? backstory. Yeah, but I appreciate it. I appreciate. So we start this episode off with the crew, Terry, Kwame, Arabella, doing a little self care. Well, Kwame and Terry doing a little self care, while Arabella's off in her own little world, uh, doing some. Well, the, the two of those, two of them are doing graffiti. Terry and yeah, so Kwame. doing painting. Yes, with, I was gonna say with hairspray with um. Spray cans. Spray cans, yes. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be therapeutic and activity they're doing with Bella, but she's preoccupied on the phone. Yes. And Terry's concerned. As she should be. Yeah. As a good friend. You know, I think she uh made Mommy it. doesn't get it though. She's like, Any suggestions how we can help Bella focus? And he's just like, Nah. Yeah. Because uh her birth is her birth and her death is, is her indeed death. Her death. So they are connected uh, as sisters almost. So um, how do you feel about that scene? Which one? The graffiti scene. I, mean, I think we learned a lot, a lot about Terry's so, connection. Just as a disclaimer, we're eating sherbet in between each uh, time we talk. And so yeah. he decides talk to throw, a longer. He yeah. decides to throw to me mm-hmm. while I have a mouthful of sherbet. He doesn't have my back. He's not in the alliance. Yeah. Because I'm motioning to him. Hey, I'm eating. Anyway, um, I think that that scene was something that we need to look at. Because Terry seems so invested in trying to help Bella. You know? Yeah. She's pleading her case to Kwame. Yeah. And she's almost like, um, maybe her death is her death. Her birth is her birth because she, maybe it's, maybe it's, oh, oh, I just had a brain. I know wow. Where you, I know where you're going. What, what am I going to say? You're saying, I don't know. Go ahead. I had it. And then. Well, well, we, okay. To jump around. She feels guilt. We find out that Terry in this episode, uh, I don't know if conspired is the right word, but she has a secret with Simon. Mm-hmm. They, they fabricated a little lie about the night that Bella was assaulted. And we don't learn that until I don't later they on. They fabricated. They just admitted some stuff. Well, she made she made him lie to her the next day and say that he dropped her off. So I think this first scene, you know, Terry is so into trying to help Bella heal. I think maybe part of this is helping her heal as well. Oh, absolutely. So this is why maybe she's so just like. We got to do something, Kwame. She's not participating in this, uh, you know. She's seeing her friends spiral, and she's trying to stop the Is spiral. She? I think so. I think she's seeing her friend in a um, a not safe place because she even talked about 
with the computers being overloaded, having to go into safe right. mode. It was a really good analogy. It was. Shout out to Terry. Yeah. Um, I thought that was great. You know, when you go through a lot of trauma, just like a computer, your body has to go through safe mode. So that's almost like survival mode almost. Like, you know, you go back to trip down to the basics. I don't know that Bella's attitude says that, though. She seems normal. And she seems to be very lighthearted when it comes to the, to the rape, talking about the rape. Even the last episode when they went to the police station, she was joking about it, you know, the rape squad or what did she call them? Yeah. I but, but I know I would think that was a sign. Because... Denial? Denial. You're Well, you're just trying to put on a, a happy face when you're going on the bus and you're crying because uh you know i think that as her friend terry notices that she hasn't really fully uh, embraced what have, what has happened mm-hmm. she's not participating um maybe it's just the stage in healing sure you know the denial yeah coping with it but then again it could be looked at as terry trying to force uh, Arabella to get well because That's, she feels like she contributed to the issue. Yeah, totally. So okay, that's the one thing that I uh, feel appreciate about this episode is we find out what is going on with Simon. We haven't really seen him since like the what second episode, and we always he look he always looked a little funny in the light. He was yeah. very suspicious, and Terry seemed to always have a secret too. So now we finally know, and I think I made mention of this. One of the two, one of the first episodes about knowing your friends and what she says to Simon the day he calls and asks what he should do. He wants to leave. She says to him, just leave her, man. This is what she does. And I said that, like, you got to know your friends. If you're, if you go out and you know your friends get drunk or get high and they're going to need to be babysat, you know that before you go out because you know your friends. So, ah, this goes back to the Italy episode where I said she has a history. She has a history of doing this, and now it's been confirmed. Yeah. And this one time, it, it obviously does not work in her favor. She does not get home safely. So, but yeah. So, how do you feel about that? Like guilt that Terry has because she wasn't there. Simon called her to get some advice, and she did. She well, was just like giving her history, Bella's history. She was like, she always does it. I think the Simon conversation is multi-layered. Now that I think about it more, because simon pretty much uh terry says to him she's not smoking weed anymore she's not doing cigarettes anymore she's vape life and then he replies to her and says yeah we're researching that yeah yeah, vaping is you know could be more more damaging than you know and then pulls out cigarettes yeah so um does this mean he works for a tobacco company no i'm i'm only saying that that could be a metaphor of the relationship between Bella and Terry, you know, you're trying to do all that. You're trying to help, but you're really Seemingly, doing. Yeah, right. but you're you're only hurting. You're covering up, basically. Right. Yeah, it's still damaging, but it don't. It's only, and he even says, uh, to the point, vaping is more tolerable for non-smokers. It's just yeah, yeah. yeah. The smell of it is more tolerable. So, and that goes to the relationship with Bella and Terry, you know. I think it's one of those secrets that if she would have gotten it out at the beginning, it wouldn't have been that big a deal. But the fact that she's held on to it now and she's so immersed in getting Bella well, 
then now it's just like, well, damn, her. I can imagine Bella saying, why didn't you tell me? And now it, it would be a big deal. But it's so, it's not Terry's fault at all. But I can I can understand her guilt. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. Um Yeah, they might well, yeah, I get it. And then Simon, um Sorry guys. Simon is been has been roped into this lie and now has to live this lie. Yeah, because it was said that you need to stay away from toxic friends and now Simon has been now being seen as a toxic, toxic friend. Because he lied for Terry. When I was watching that scene, oddly enough, it felt like Terry and uh, Simon Simon had something else going on. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. It felt like like they were once really, really good friends. And now mm-hmm. something made it. Had, it was just a weird. I know the situation is the situation. But it just seemed, it seemed to me. There was me, more to it. It was more to it. Yeah. Because, you know, the part of it was, it's the fact that he was, he didn't remember her birthday. He did. Eh... She said it's my birthday. He said I know or something like that. Yeah, but I don't know. If it's a friend of mine, they wouldn't have to tell me it's my birthday today. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I don't, it may just be me, me reaching, but I just feel like, uh, yeah, I just don't feel like that would have been something that had to be said. I guess. You know? Well, okay. So we find out that bombshell, and then we we cut to Bella in therapy in a support group. It's not therapy, and we get to know Le- the- Theo. Leo, Theo, Theo, Theodora, Theodora. Yeah, and um, that was something that was said when they were at the scene with the uh, the graffiti that they talked about getting into a Facebook group. And, right. and that's when we learned that Terry also knows who Theodora is. Because they went to school together. They all went to school together. And we get this lovely flashback. Flashback. To, it was cute. Those actors were cute, the little the kids. Yeah. Shout out to whoever cast it for Theodora because that was a great, oh, yeah. great look. Not so much for Terry and I thought that Arabella. it was spot on. I didn't at all. Personality wise. I oh, did. for sure. Yeah. And I, that was one of my notes. I would love to see a prequel with them in school. Fuck Harry Potter. I want to see Arabella <laughs> and Terry in high school. Going to a Catholic school. Yeah. I want, I was, that was kind of cool. It had a nice energy to it. It was fresh. It was. It was cool. It was really nice. It seemed, it seemed really natural. It did. The, the actors were amazing. Um, so, so Theo has started this support group for people that have been sexually violated. Right. And we find out that her sexual trauma, that's, that's what I love about this show, is that it, nothing is black and white. Right. She wasn't raped. She wasn't molested. She was exploited right. as a very young child, right. told to tell a lie on her father. And she says that it changed her and maybe yeah. sent her down a path of um, promiscuity. Um, she's... She's in the the room with the with the boy when they're in high school and they have sex or or start to have sex and no he was hitting it from the back all right <laughs> and uh, he starts taking pictures long story short she basically negotiates a prostitution situation where he pays her he pays her to finish so now mm. she's ex- so now she's accepted money for sex that's probably the first time that she had done that. That's what happened. No, I didn't look at it like that. How did you look at I it? I think he paid her for the pictures, to take pictures. But then they continued to have sex. He said, and she he tried to give it to her, and she was like, no, 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 after. Like, give me the money after it's right. done. I guess. And I, then he asked her to take pictures once they started having sex. 
So she was, I think he propositioned her like, look, all right, like I fucked up because I was taking pictures. Can I just pay you to finish? And she was like, all right. And then they had sex. I thought he was paying for the pictures. Nah. Okay. Not to my understanding. Yeah. That's not how I interpreted it. Because they were already having sex. But then she stopped because she found out that he was taking, taking pictures. pictures. Right. And then he was like. And then she was upset. Right. And found out that Dylan had was also already taken taken pictures. pictures. Right. Exactly. So then she was just like, well, let me just. Shit, I might as well make some money. Yeah, I thought it was for the pictures. Because he was like, let me get this angle from you looking up. But and- that's after. So they he they negotiate the money. Then he starts having sex. And he was like, do you mind if I take pictures? Anyway. So, yeah. I, whatever it was. We're just watching two different shows. Whatever the negotiation was, this is her first encounter, I would say, exchanging money for sex. Which is significant. Right. In the Either way, there's an exchange life. for something sexual. Right. I mean, she's already seems to be going down a road where she, I mean, she has, she's been exposed to sex uh, very early. Right. And she's, she's doing things that she probably shouldn't be doing, maybe for attention or whatever she needs, whatever she's lacking. Right. And now there's another level where she's taking money what and people this? are taking advantage of her because uh, they're taking her pictures and sharing her pictures. Right. Uh, this is a, you know, uh, yeah, this is something that um, happens to a lot of people who, you know, they get caught up in these things. And next thing you know, they're doing things they never thought they'd ever be doing at a young age. So um, and her story is more tragic because we end up then getting revealed. Well, let me not go into her, about her mother's situation, how her mother Right, right, you know, right. Well, that's, that's what I mean, is that she was exposed to sex sex or sexual things at the age of seven. And though she may not have had sex, she was exposed to that. And that sent her down a path of whatever, you know, doing whatever that she's doing, being more comfortable with I think sex. she was more exposed to how people can be manipulated and how she was manipulated. Yeah. You know, more so than... But, you know, there are studies that say the the earlier you are exposed to any type of like vice, the more likely you are to have a perversion for it. Mm-hmm. So even if you're not having sex at seven, but you are describing very explicit sexual things, it could change your perspective as a seven year old and sure. make you more interested. Or if you're exposed to drugs or violence, all of those things can set you down, you know, a certain path, send you down a certain path. Sure. Yeah, and um, so she ends up cutting herself. and I don't really get that scene. Yeah. Like, why did she cut the back of her thigh? Uh, and then just went to class. Right. Um, I didn't really understand that. So, and then, whatever. It looked like... Well, it, it, looked probably, she, it probably was trying to say that she was, like, you know, uh, I don't know, probably mutilated sexually, and she was bleeding from it. You know, uh... No, they said that she, she had was, a skirt on. Though. They said that she was raped at, at knife point. Remember the yeah, principal? Yeah, I, I know. But, oh, 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 yeah. It looked like she had come on her period. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought when I first saw it, I thought the same thing. It's just a weird, yeah. thing. So, uh, but see, this is exactly why this is another layer of rape. People lying about it. 
Like mm-hmm. rape, and it's a shame because you you know if someone says that they've been raped, you want to believe them because they're in such a fragile state. But then you have people that lie about it. So then I looked at Theodore and be like, okay, so where is she now? Is she still living the lie? So so to or is it you know? Is, no. Is the is the byproduct of her having this support group based upon her manipulation from her parents her mom she seems very suspicious to me and i feel like she's gonna pop up in in future episodes but she blurs the line between truth and lie because like she was affected she was exploited as a little kid so she does have trauma but then she lied about being raped so it's just like this Right. You know what I mean? Right. And then so now she's like, so what got me is at the support group, I get it. Like she does her introduction, but then at the end she does it again. And it's the same, same it's one, script. Same, it's the same It's a joke, script. No. You know? Yeah. So it's just like. It's the same. I'm, I'm really nice and, you know. For right. Me. And it's just like, well, damn, I get like, okay, you go somewhere, you say the same thing to everybody. But for me to know her history, it's just like, are, is this a, is this a game? Are you manipulating? And then people are giving her, do- her donations and she's getting attention. And it's just like, is this therapy for her? But see, or? I thought about that the first time I saw it too. And I was like, I came away feeling bad about it. Cause I was like, are now. Are you now shining like on those people that do have those groups that people may second guess because they've seen a show like this? You're like, is your story really the true story? I don't think it matters. I think that, I mean if the help is getting if the right, help is there, right? And um, I'm just saying for future episodes, I think that maybe she will pop up with some bullshit. But if the women in that group are getting what they need, even if her life is a lie, if Theo's life is a lie, then that doesn't really matter as long as she's not taking advantage of anyone. Well, it does matter. I'm going to tell you why. Because I think that's the general theme of this whole show. It's exploitation. Whether it be uh, sexual? uh, Whether it be sexual exploitation. I will give you a little bit of background. We watch two episodes a day. So, you know, if I want to go to episode seven where we talk about... um, the happy animals. Mm-hmm. There's exploitation there. Mm-hmm. Exploitation of uh, black people. Of Susie Henny. She's exploitation the, the 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 rape angle. You for, know for it's, Bella's raping. Right. There's exploitation. Uh, I mean, it's even with Terry and Arabella situation. There's some exploitation there. There's some lying that's going on. So that's the general theme of that I'm seeing throughout this whole thing. People are getting exploited. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they do say if you're not working on someone someone's working on you Mm, bars i don't know that's true but yeah um yeah so i i I walked away from that scene on first viewing like uh, i felt a certain way about it because now you bringing light to you know but that's a that's the great thing about this show there's always the dialogue from different angles and different i think that it just shows also that people are just human and so and how these humans are trying to continue to live their life uh even though they've had trauma like everyone like even just um doing simple things like you've been raped but you still got to go to the store you still got to go to work you still got to whatever and it's just how they deal with those things on top of having this trauma and so theo whatever stuff that she's been through whatever she's going through 
she has a support group and it's probably therapy for her therapy for the women that go there so i don't know it's like you know there's such thing as like a good lie maybe this is a good lie sure and with that that's episode six, six. all right thank you i'm al i'm rachel and we'll be back with another episode see you <laughs>